30th is it? October 30th? No, today's the 30th. October 30th, 2018. It's uh, Halloween's Eve, so I guess keep it spooky. Yeah, so it's Halloween's Eve. Wait, no, no, today's the 30th, so it is Halloween Eve. Yeah, Halloween's Eve, guys. Um, metaphoric here again. Um, so I have RJ here with me. Um, he's a fashion designer. Uh, he's into photography as well. He's going to um, tell you a few things on how you could get started with that. Uh, we also have uh, my friend Mikey Roque here. Um, practice, which musician which musician uh very spooky vibes again here so um (laughs) whenever it comes to um to fashion the reason why i decided to do this podcast today because i know all you guys love your aesthetics your aesthetics make who you are um not only do they make who you are but it also uh expresses to other people who they can be and that's why i chose to do this interview today um, RJ's here uh, to tell us about his um, his fashion show. He actually uh, that actually just came by. Um, so just give me a second, guys. I gotta get parched. <clears throat> so uh, back to the fashion show. Whenever it came to the fashion show, like um, like what? What was like your first thought, like what you might like be doing on it? Like, what were you thinking about whenever you you decided? Well, this is what I want to incorporate in my ideas. You said, what was the theme of it? Uh, so the theme was like I was born in '92, so when I went to school, I went to school in like the late '90s, early 2000s, and like that's the era that I grew up in. So for me, the theme was just pretty much taking a bunch of different trends, aesthetics, and memorabilia that I would see. Yeah, growing up through school, going through grade school, like interacting in the hallways, and I just threw it all into a collection. Like anything, like that was really trendy back then. I I, I took the, what I thought were the biggest trends, and I threw it into this collection. And uh, but I think, as in the first thing that I thought of when uh, when I got the opportunity, is that I really wanted it to be youthful. Um, I enjoy my youth like I've enjoyed my youth I'm getting older now (laughs) I just turned 26 but uh, I still feel young you know what I mean and I feel like people should feel young their whole life because I feel like youthfulness uh, it involves like you know pursuing you know things that interest you uh, no matter what the consequence you know no matter if you have to go broke for it but to to really pursue something you love uh, to experiment with things I mean uh Growing up, I experimented with drugs, alcohol, and like, I made a lot of mistakes in in that, and I hurt some people probably in that, but I learned a bunch of lessons in that as well, and those lessons really made me who I am as a person, and I feel like everybody should, I'm not saying go get into drugs or, <laughs> or something like that, but I feel like everybody should do their fair share of experimenting and make their fair share of mistakes, you know what I mean? As long as it didn't, doesn't involve like, Hopefully it doesn't involve them dying or yeah. like life consequences. And whenever it came to the fashion show, actually, the thing that I, re- I really liked about the fashion show, guys, um, you should have seen it. Uh, the energy there, like everyone who was participating in the show, they were genuinely there not only to support this artist, but also because they were genuinely like, they, you should have you just felt the energy that they had. Uh, everybody seemed 
very excited. Um, everyone was like very natural. It's a really good natural feeling to show off uh, and show showcased um, all these d- designs that he has. Um, so for the designs, I know it took you quite a bit of time. He actually did all of like the designs like uh, by himself. Like whenever it came to the stitching, I'm pretty sure those were some pretty restless nights, right? Yeah, man. Uh, the biggest thing was like I said, what we were speaking about earlier is, is patterns. Uh, in design, I think patterns to me take the longest because for you to sketch a design out is super simple. Like for me, I can sketch a hundred designs like that are super similar or super different, whatever. And I can find some really cool ones that I want to make, but to actually sit there and make the pattern that fits that sketch is completely different. And that's where I feel like fashion design comes in. It's like when you actually start learning how to make these patterns look exactly how you want it to look. Like, uh, I can show you like the beginning stages, like sketches. I don't know. If yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So, uh, hold on, let's see. So guys, just to let you know, this is a guy, uh, just like you and I, um, just someone, the American dream, you know, just following your passion and like, I mean, that's how things start. You, you never know where things are going to end the next like 30 years from now, the people that you can meet, um, the dreams that you can pursue. I think it's really important, uh, uh, just a side note, it's really important just to have like the mental capability just to have that let's do it act like mindset where you just go out and you just do the thing uh, you like to do. I mean, guys, just keep that in mind. Uh, I know you guys are going to be partying tonight, but uh, the next morning after, well, tomorrow's going to be Halloween whenever you're taking your kids trick-or-treating too if you have any. Um, I don't currently have any children. Neither do I. Um, I have a goddaughter. I have a godson too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love her to death, but like seeing her do some of the things she does just makes me not want to have kids. Yeah, just exactly. Yet. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, I love you, Aspen. But... This is my godson. His name is Draco. Draco. Yeah. What is up, my dude? Yeah, he's so adorable. Yeah. Um, uh, he's eight. His mom is uh, Hawaiian and Jamaican, and his dad is Hispanic. Um, yeah, but he's a beautiful kid, but of course, uh, children come with precaution, wear condoms tonight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, uh, raising a kid will make you, like, wear condoms. My, my best friend, uh, Adam, it's his daughter, and uh, they, they take care of her really well. They're, they're really great with her. And yesterday, the other day was just her, her second birthday, and I went and shot photos of it, and it, it was really, really cool. It's, it's cool to see her grow up, and, like, at her age, she just turned two, so she's, like, learning at an astronomical rate, and, like, to see a kid sit there and learn, like, just, like... Were you there when she was a baby, too? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, when she was, like, one, probably, uh, I started coming around probably around, like, nine months, somewhere around there, and, uh, when, when I finally started hearing her talk, like, she just spoke a bunch of gibberish, like, she was like, <laughs> and, like, now, like, two or three months later, she's, like, saying words, like, she says my name, RJ, and she says dada, and she says mama, yeah. and she, like, um, they have this dog, Ozzy, this old English bulldog, and she's like, Ozzy, like, and it's, it's just cool to, like, watch them learn, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy how much stuff that kids pick up from you, you know what I mean, like, um, <laughs> the other, well, not, it was probably, like, a month ago, me and, me and him, we play Fortnite sometimes, like, uh, we'll, we'll hop on Fortnite, and, yeah. uh, it was just us three in there in the room, and, um, and I think he, he died, and he was like, oh, shit, or something happened, he was like, oh, shit, and then, shoot, it got, it got really quiet, and then Aspen goes, oh, shit, and we both, we oh. both just, like, looked at her, we're like, Aspen, no, yeah. <laughs> and we're, and, like, so now we have to, like, when she's around, we really have to, like, watch her, me, I've always, like, cussed really, like, uh, 
and it's a bad habit of mine. It's one of my bad habits, but I, I do cuss quite a bit. And yeah. that's the one thing we really have to watch when like when we're around here, we can't cuss anymore. Cause she she picked that up and like she'll she says it a lot. Like, yeah. And like they're just like, dang, I'm just waiting for her to start kindergarten and like the, the, the teacher to call me and be like, hey, your kid's cussing up a storm over here. Yeah. So so it's cool, but it's really cool to watch kids grow up. Like you can see that their mind, the way their mind evolves throughout like the different things they see and like the different things they pick up from you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And guys, that's why it's really important to do things that you love to do because you're setting examples not only for kids, but other people like yourself. Exactly. That's why I'm, we're doing these podcasts today. And that's why we're doing things like fashion design, even taking photography, even if it's not a, a professional level. It's still something that, I mean, this is like your your mind is, I mean, it's your mind, it's your world. So whatever goes up in there, you get to choose like a lot of the things that, that you want to uh, make happen and whenever even it comes to like scheduling time and everything like that if you really want to make something happen if you keep saying you don't have the time well i mean just schedule time and keep scheduling it until until it happens and that's how you progress okay so back to what i was talking about earlier so the first part for me was the sketching stage like so sketching stage like for me i told him that i wanted to do 20 looks so what i really wanted to do was sketch about 30 to 40 looks, you know, like, like sketch a decent amount, and then of course you're gonna cut stuff like that you don't want. Like, yeah. You'll figure out that you don't like. Do you regret fit. any of the things that you end up cutting? Uh, well, okay, literally last last minute, the day of, I went to pick up some some graphic tees that I had planned for the collection, and the graphics didn't print well at all. Like, and she told me that the uh, the lady that did it, she told me that the the graphics that I sent, it wasn't uh, cooperating with their software. So she had to like completely remake it and just looked horrible. So like that, I saw like they just cut it. They didn't charge me for it or anything. They just and we cut. I cut that last second. So I don't know if you, you saw the the tees that were drawn all over. Um, they no, were written I, all over. The, no. with sharpies and stuff. The, Are you talking that? The t-shirts. The S. Well, I I saw some of the collection. I didn't actually get to see everything in the collection. Uh, things that I saw were. Um, of course, I saw all the models uh, walk walk down, but the ones that stuck stuck out to me like the most were the uh, jersey with the S on it. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, I really like these. You had these pants, and they had a chain, and then oh, another the, small pants. My goth pants. The yeah. Black ones? Yeah, 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 the goth pants. Those, t- those turned out really, really cool. Like yeah. I was really like happy the way those turned out. So a lot of the the collection, I still need to add a lot of stuff before I actually start uh, going for manufacturing and everything. So there's like for for the the runway, um, I I set myself like four months in advance, but that still wasn't enough time time for myself. So there's things that they didn't truly get finished. Like I, I still look good. Like I, I was happy with the way it turned out, especially for my first collection, my first show. I was more than happy with the way it turned out. But there's a lot of things that aren't finished that, that aren't complete. So I'm gonna tweak those. I'm gonna finish them. But the S was cool for me because the S man like. That S, I feel like every dude my age drew it on every one of his binders, his backpacks, his desk. He carved it into his desk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He had so many different variations of that S. I just remember it so vividly. And yeah. That's why I really wanted to illuminate that because that, that was part of my youth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody told you the collection was based on youth, and that was a huge part of my youth. And it was part of like a bunch of kids' youth. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was really, really big. And I don't know if you saw like the ball chain accessories. Yeah. The, the necklace stuff. So yo, as a kid, I used to buy those things all the time because I loved them. That. Like those and the, the little Cuban links, you know what I mean? Like all stuff like that, I used to buy all the time uh, just because I loved them as a kid. So that was a huge part of my influence. Uh, all the different things that I used to 
wear or see or draw, you know what I mean? Like, is there any way that you could draw us the S today? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got you. Okay. All right, so there's the, of course, you got the, the main S, which is just three lines, connect, three lines, connect, boom, boom. So, so yeah, there's just a quick sketch right there. That Then uh, the one that I used to do, I used to do the, the extended S, so I used to just pretty much all the way down my paper I would draw these lines just make this huge continuous S like this connect 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 I feel like that's um you know how they have those things on Instagram where it's like satisfying yeah yeah. (laughs) that's satisfying exactly back in the day that was what satisfied us you know what I mean we'd be bored in class and we'd just be sitting there drawing S's all over like we don't even know what this S means it really didn't mean anything besides you know like I want to draw this S because it's easy and cool it looks cool yeah exactly you know what I mean I think that's awesome that's pretty dope I used to draw these S's as well a lot of people did man I remember seeing them everywhere like all over the bathroom stalls all over carved into every desk uh like, I don't know, I feel like they're, they were everywhere. And that's why I really, like, that was one of my big, like, I did a bunch of, I guess that's actually before the, uh, so I was about to show you the sketch phase. But actually, before the sketch phase, you want to make, like, uh, what they usually call mood boards or, like, uh, just, like, uh, inspo boards. And I went through, and what I would do is literally anything I saw on the internet that reminded me of that time or something, I would uh, screenshot it and save it, and I would just start looking through it, so... And that's how you can tell it's like whenever artists have like album, there's things that artists can do. Music artists, like they make a mixtape and then they make an album. A mixtape is just a collective of like mixed things that you just want to put out there. And then your album is actually, um, it's like different pieces to a whole. And this is what I see what's going on here. So check this out. Just keep swiping right. You'll start seeing like a bunch of different inspo that I took for, for the collection. Wow. And this was like when I did this. This was like right, like four months, like four months uh, ago. So, so this right was like now, right when I found out that I'm gonna do the show. I was like, all right, I need an inspo board. Like I need a set theme, and that's what I started doing. So if you just keep swiping right, go ahead. And guys, right now as I'm swiping, I can already see fucking Topanga right here. <laughs> Topanga, yo, Topanga yeah. is every dude's she's, first yeah. girl, man. Like yeah. <laughs> and, and every kid my age knows his first girl, Topanga, bro. She's fucking yeah. gorgeous, like. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's a super big mood for a lot of you um, fashionistas out there who who like the aesthetics. Uh, I can already see you guys like you, after I put this podcast out, you're gonna start dressing like Topanga. <laughs> I already know it. Watch guys. Yep. <laughs> oh snap! I had, <laughs> guys, uh, they have these the things that go on your keychains that you braid with the strings. I'm not sure what they're called. Yeah, I don't know what they're yeah. called either, but I remember like, yo, my sister, and her, my sister's older, she's uh, 30. So she was like five years older than her. She used to always have friends over and that's all they would do all day was like make those little braids or like, we grew up on a ranch too, so we'd be outside yeah. a lot, but uh, I, know I remember how to make all, them. a lot of girls making those little yeah. things and hanging them off all their backpacks and everything. Yeah. So like for, okay, one thing, you know the cargo pants that I did? That's one thing I didn't get to finish. Uh, I was gonna line every, every zipper, I was gonna put one of those little braids on. Uh, but those things actually take a decent amount of time. To Got make. some '90s braids in here. <laughs> oh, the box braids. Overalls. Oh, got some. Um, what are those called? Energy bead necklaces. Uh, it's called ball <laughs> chain. Uh, that's what the. It's actually. Called, I don't know what the necklace are called, but uh, I know the stuff that I had to buy is called ball chain. Normally, whenever you have balls on anything like uh, uh, besides that are hanging from you, <laughs> uh, whenever you have like balls that go on like a necklace or that go on a bracelet. Those are actually normally um, 
like they bring like energy like that's just something like I believe in whenever and it's pretty true I mean even in Buddhism that's why uh, the I got a pocket chain right here oh, yeah. um, some cargos zippers on zippers on zips got zips zips for days let's see and guys I mean I might I might actually start a YouTube guys um just so I can display some guys because I know you guys like to look at the fashion that's what we're talking about it hell yeah I really fuck with these patterns right here uh it's like midwest I kind of oh, like it because yeah. it's like midwestern that, a little that, bit that reminds me of like the whole uh what's it called um uh Fresh Prince of Bel-Air like what, what Will Smith used to always wear like he used to wear patterns like that jumpsuits like that this what I actually had a look I, I scratched my uh my windbreaker jumpsuit I had a windbreaker jumpsuit look uh just because uh I think that the material would be a little bit to work with, especially for a jumpsuit. But I definitely want to add uh, add something like that. To makeup the artist. So for your show, with whenever it comes to makeup artists, were you having? Um, did you have makeup artists do? Yeah, yeah. No, I actually had uh, Molly and Trent. Well, Molly did the, the makeup, and then Trent did all the hair. Uh, let me get you their yeah. name right now, actually. So okay. you can ask guys, if you want to go follow them, we're gonna get that. They did a fucking amazing job for me. So th this, uh, these inspo photos that you're seeing right now, uh, pretty much like three months ago, uh, I met up with them. Or no, probably like two months ago. Um, it wasn't too too long ago, but uh, I met up with them and we went over. Uh, they were like, okay, so what do you want? And I showed them these pictures and they were they were like super excited to it and like. And like when I showed them the pictures, I was like, "All right, y'all have y'all can do what y'all want. Like y'all have free reign to to do what y'all want." And yo, they gave me like everything that I asked for and more. Like it was fucking perfect. Like that's awesome. Dude. Yeah, uh, they were fucking awesome to work with. And like they didn't ask me any questions. They didn't like need help with anything, which is cool. Cause like the day of, I was like uh, the day of the morning of, I I left myself with buttons and buttonholes to do uh, the morning of the show. And at the shop, our buttonhole machine actually broke twice on us that morning, and it put me back three hours. And I was supposed to be at the place uh, three hours before, and... Guys, he went through a lot to show you guys his show, so you guys need to go check it out. Uh, uh, go ahead and give them your Instagram name so they can check it out right now. Okay, my Instagram is at A-N-O-T-E-R-O-S underscore R-J, which is Anoteros underscore R-J. Uh, my hair and makeup's Instagram is one second. I'm pulling up right now guys also if you want to ask me for it just like my podcast name metaphoric you can also send me a, uh, a message um, via instagram of course uh, just look up that name and then i can send you his his information as well if you want to go uh, shoot him a, a link okay so hair was at t-r-e-n-t-o-n-n and that's uh, his name's trenton uh yeah, he, he killed it with the hair, honestly. Like, they both killed it. I'll actually put a link inside of the, um, in the, the comment area about what this podcast is about. So go ahead and go to the link uh, afterwards. Um, yeah, so whenever it came to hair and makeup. And then, well, let me, let me see makeup real quick. Uh, makeup was Molly. Uh, her, well, I call her Molly. I think her name's Amelia. Uh, and her ad name is at M-O-L-L-Y-A-M-E-L-I-A-C-O-L-O-R-O. Z. My bad. That's again. That's M O L L Y A M E L I A C O L O R Z. Alright, and I'll make sure you get a link for you guys for that. Yeah, and um, everybody go follow him if you're looking for anything to do with hair and makeup because yo they killed it honestly. Uh, yeah. I was like more than more than pleased with what they did. Like, 
Again, and like we're the, in the San Antonio area, guys. If you're looking to go from Boston, maybe try linking up with them. See if they're willing to do anything like that. For sure. But, okay. Now, after... Uh, so, after the, the info um, phase, like, uh, you, you make your mood board, whatever. And then you start sketching. So, you use your mood board. And here's more of the mood board down here. Like, I had the S's down here. I don't know if you saw those. Uh, and then you start sketching. So the sketching started. So at first I started sketching some shit. And sketching shouldn't be too much. Like you shouldn't take too much time on sketching, honestly. Uh, you should just get a rough idea and like what you know what you want it to look like in your head. You want it to look like. So you should have that. Uh, this is here's more of the sketches. One second. This is the majority of them right here. So many pictures in my phone, you So many pictures. Alright, so here's more of the sketches right here. So five? Five more? Okay. So uh Yeah, look if you see that like those are the goth pants. See how I wanna add some pockets to the side, so I didn't get to add that just because of time. Uh like these, I don't know if you saw the the pink shorts. Uh, oh yeah, pink okay. gym shorts, those, yeah. Are, those are them right there. Originally they were gonna be on a girl with the crop, but I don't know if you saw the crop uh white beater. But that was like the original sketch for the car. Yeah, like I saw right it. There. Yeah, I saw uh, the those, version of that too. Those are the cargo seat, all the things hanging off. Those are supposed to be those little keychains. So I still have to add that. This was the the jersey, the S jersey. Uh, the bulletproof vest. Uh, I don't know if you saw only one. Uh, Alan wore it. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, what's it called? It's a rapper, right? Uh, no, no, that's blues. Uh, blue, blues wore this look. But I'm talking about the do-rag. Uh, Alan wore, wore the do-rag. Oh, yeah. And uh, the do-rags actually made the do-rags, too. People were like, yo, you make what? that, too? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I made everything. Like, everything besides the shoes and um, and a couple of the belts. But there is a couple that of belts that I That would actually sell. Like, you should put that on Depop as the do-rags, and you can, like... Yeah, no, so so I'm thinking about... Uh, that's another thing. I'm thinking about doing a, uh, a fashion party for uh, SA Fashion Week. And I really want to have a few things that I can sell there, like a, a, a few things that I could really sit there and sell. And I'm actually working on those graphic tees to get those graphic tees done because those graphic tees will be really tight. These were like the first drawing of the side button uh, blue jeans, uh, you know, the big baggy ones with the buttons on the side. Mm-hmm. So that was like the first drawing of that. I was like the crop top. Uh, I was going to do a, a suit, a tailored look, but I scratched that because tailored looks are really hard. To, getting in tailoring is a, it's a lot. Uh, that was the the jersey. Um, I don't know if you saw my friend Jesus. Uh, I played ba- a lot of basketball with them at Golds, and uh, he he wore the jersey and everything. Uh, the ball chain accessories, pants. Uh, this was gonna be the the windbreaker jumpsuit right here with the with the white beater underneath. This one was pretty cool. This one was a uh, had a lot of. I, I didn't get to illuminate this too much, but Do you I have went, Google Photo. Uh, I have a, a Google Drive with a bunch of photos. What you should do is actually you should post those onto, um, they have a, Google is actually a really good way to put things out because a lot of people view like a lot of the things they look up on Google. Yeah. Um, I put a video and I added it to my Google profile because there's have like a profile where people can view your stuff. Yeah. And already 30,000 people have seen it. Oh shit. And I'm just like, and that was over like a span of like five years, but imagine like if you're constantly putting stuff out there, like, yeah, yeah. like me, I was just putting, um, I think I put like maybe like some YouTube videos on my, uh, I forget what it's called, uh, but I'll figure that out for you guys too, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's a thing, it's a, it's a, a feature that they have with, uh, Google 
people that you should put all those photos on there. Yeah. So then people can you, you can, can just, put the link and go. Yeah, and it's really easy. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. No, I'll work on that for sure. Okay, so after the sketching page, I uh, I do graphic. I've been doing graphics for a long time. So like I'm really uh, really good with Photoshop. Really good with Illustrator. So like. What I do, I take pictures of the, the sketches, I open them in Illustrator, and then I put the opacity of that layer to like 30%, and then I just draw over them and I perfect the design. So after that, I go to digital sketches, and this is what I mean by digital sketches. I get them digital, and I can throw graphics on them. I can put little details, like if you look in the pants, they got like stitch lines and stuff. You can put all that, anything you want, like, so like originally those were supposed to be like you see the the spike chokers, uh, those are supposed to be in rows of three, but that's actually a lot of work and those spikes are those heavy duty studs are super expensive. So I just did rows of one to cut costs and cut them out of work. Yeah. Uh, but I really want to do uh, rows of three and everything. Uh, but yeah, so I turned everything digital. Wow. And then after I had everything digital, once you have this to look at, it's really easy because you already have it made right here. You know what I mean? Uh, well, it's not really easy. It's easier because you have it made right here. You know what it wants to look like. And then you can really start making your patterns. And when you make patterns, what I would do, I would uh, have like super cheap or just like uh, old material that, that I, I needed to use. And I would sew, just like do quick sews uh, of like the patterns real quick. I would cut the pattern out and just sew all the, like the, sew it together just to where like, you can see the silhouette or like the shape of it. And if it looked right, I'd be like, okay, this pattern works. You know what I mean? If it didn't look right, I would have to kind of work with it a little bit and, uh, and edit the pattern. But that's this helps a lot having this in front of me to know what it's supposed to look like you know what i mean it, it helps you a lot. know really um this would be something that i would like also uh if i was you i would also feature yeah uh, yeah for no, the no. public to view this because this um for people uh who weren't able to make it to the show they can still see everything that you're doing and yeah yeah when, like visualize yeah. yeah visualize it and see that's what helps me with the design process if i can visualize it and have it there in front of me while I'm working on this pattern, I know what it's supposed to look like because I can literally make the pattern, put it on a mannequin, look at it compared to the picture and be like, all right, this works. It, it looks like the shape's right, you know what I mean? And how do you feel the future is going to be uh, whenever it comes to fashion design? And do you think that's ever going to be something that's going to turn into like virtual? Do you think? Oh, definitely. Yo, uh, so it's crazy since since this whole virtual market's opened up. Uh, uh, a lot of there's a lot of talk about like like people that are going to be stuck living in virtual worlds for their because they they can live a better life in a virtual world than they do here you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i was like man like i wonder who's going to be the first virtual designer you know what i mean because there's going to be people that design virtual stuff and they're going to pay money for it you know what i mean they're going to they're going to find ways to copyright it and they're going to find ways to make money off it and i i think that would be cool me personally i probably won't get into virtual design Maybe I will. I, I can't say that I won't do it, do something until I actually try it and see if I like Do you think it'd be like a little bit disrespectful? Like No, 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 no. I, I feel like it'd be a complete like realm of its own because designing digitally is completely different than designing uh, like when you're designing digitally like that for a virtual world, you're talking about like creating, hey, What about creating... models though? What about the models? Because they need a, a job too. I mean, if you... Well, well there's always going to be the real fashion industry, like the, the real world fashion industry. Uh, like so i don't think that the virtual design world will take anything away from the real world industry right. i don't think so maybe a little bit here and there but i really i think it's too it's too huge of an industry to to just like sit there and fail because the virtual world came out you know what i mean yeah so like to me the way i see virtual reality is like there's gonna be those people that just want to live in a virtual world but for me like, i'm into real things like i can live in a virtual world for only so long and 
because in the back of my head, I know, like, this is not real, you know, it's like, it's a bunch of binary code that's floating in the floating your space, you know what I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> literally, I mean, I guess technically, if that's real to you, that is real, but to me, real is, like, physical things that you can touch and feel, you know what I mean, and, uh, yeah, like, so, I don't feel like a virtual world will ever, like, dig into that energy, there's always gonna be, we're always gonna need models, you know what I mean, we're always gonna need real clothes, uh, if it ever comes to that, then, yeah, I don't know, I guess maybe I will feel bad, but I just don't think it will, so guys, again, um, we're going to go ahead and encourage you last time to go ahead and go ahead and put whatever you have out there uh, just to see what people don't like about it, see what people do like about it. I know um, he was telling me earlier, there's like, he actually got like a weird message saying that uh, someone just said he was using like, like some type of like Walmart fashion or something <laughs> they just said something that's like to me personally it's rude but whenever you have people who are being rude um, and be, just being like haters and sipping on haterade like you just gotta I mean that's them that's just like acknowledging they're, they're just putting that energy uh, towards you and even if it's like I mean Hey, energy is energy. Whenever you you put stuff out, you're gonna you're gonna have haters sometimes. So. Nah, exactly. And I, I feel like a message for everyone is like, don't let shit like that get you down. Let shit like that actually encourage you. Like, the the greatest people in history have had people that hated them. They're always gonna have people that hate them because they're great. You know what I mean? So don't ever let a comment that someone says get you down, especially if it's only like a couple people saying that. You know what I mean? Like now, if it was like. Like the majority of people saying that, then maybe you should reevaluate. <laughs> but, yeah, but if it's just like one out of like yeah. like a thousand people that tell you, then yo, you're doing something great. Yeah, it's great to have a hate. You and know? you heard it from him yourself, guy. Again, this is your boy, Metaphoric. Go ahead and tune into the next show. We got a lot of stuff coming out for you guys. Yo, thank you, man. Mm-hmm.